Hello, welcome to Live Rally Games Podcast. My name is Steven and I'm back with more Surviving Bloomington content. So grab your lunch tools and grab your bananas because this was an episode, a lot of content we'll need to unpack. I'm here today with Taylor. Taylor, I have had the honor of interviewing for her Surviving Real Foot experience and now we get to be together to talk about Surviving Bloomington. So I'm really excited for this. Taylor, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. I'm excited to jump right into it. Yeah, so Taylor, you know Casey from your from your work with Surviving Real Fit last summer when he was one of the competitors, correct? Yes. And according to KC, there is there is a there is a world where you would have been on this season. Scary to think about now that we're a little deep into this. <laughs> <laughs> and so I believe you have taken Hannah's spot had you competed, so you would have been on the Beauty Tribe. Yes. Do, so if you were on the beauty tribe and if you were coming to this game with not with with none with no surviving Bloomington connections, what would you do differently or the same as Hannah? I honestly think that Hannah has been executing her position in the game like pretty flawlessly, given the hand that she one doesn't know people who've played before, but two, it's an all-star cast where pretty much everyone has played at least one time together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's an alternate, that's really scary to think about. And I think the biggest hurdle with that kind of position is just getting your footing, especially if you lose first. And I think the beauty of her not losing that very first challenge, I think helped her really build relationships because Hannah's great. It's just, it was a big question mark on whether or not people were going to give her that chance. And I'm so Mm -hmm. glad to see that we're getting to the point where she's not necessarily just an outsider anymore. Like it's not unexpected to see votes being thrown her way, but I think she's doing really well at like becoming part of everything. Yeah. I think we're really kind of getting a masterclass of how to play a game without ever having played with all the other returning players before. Right. I, I think I'm, I'm curious how much does she benefit for Connor being there? So, so, so there is that first vote she can get past versus right. Stacy who didn't quite have another player like that in the game. But I mean, we're going to talk a lot about Hannah this episode, so I'm looking forward to looking forward to it. Yeah, I am. I am too. I think that Stacy and Hannah gave us both spectrums of what can happen. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily think Stacy has done anything wrong. I actually had the pleasure of writing it out to the end with her. Um, it's just, it's really hard when it gets those early votes. So it's mm-hmm. nice to be able to see that it can go both ways. So what are your thoughts on the season overall? What has anyone surprised you? Have you had any favorite players you've discovered? Um, this cast and game has just been phenomenal i think the twists so far have really played into the game whereas sometimes you think of an amazing twist and obviously the shot in the dark is familiar to people who watch survivor on cbs Mm -hmm. Um, but it's nice to see that people are actually utilizing it people are sharing their bullets before they're even going to votes um, and using them kind of to build trust so i am have just been super pleased with this game it seems that it's very fluid People are talking in terms of very new school survivor as in voting blocks and not just like writing out with your original tribes to the end. So it's very interesting to see. Um, I think as we approach the merge, it's only going to get messier because people Mm -hmm. are going to bring up people's past games. um, And I think the votes are going to get a lot more hectic. And in terms of favorite players, I obviously was rooting for Stacey and Hannah from the Mm -hmm. start. Hannah has seriously just been amazing so fun to watch i also some favorites um 
Jordan has been one of my favorites to watch from the beginning. She just, you could tell that she was going to have a grasp on this game from the start. And I saw that, I think, I believe she got ninth the last time she played, which is pretty deep into the game. I didn't watch her last game, so I don't know what it entailed, but she's definitely been a favorite to watch both Megan's. Um, I think the common theme here is I love watching strong women. Um, I really did also enjoy watching James as well. Um, and so, yeah, I think those were my few favorites so far. Well, let's, let's get started talking about this episode. So we launch right into the players being broken up into pairs and, and given 20 minutes to have lunch with uh, a, this player from a different tribe. Um, now, when's the last time you had a Lunchable? It's been a very long time. I Sometimes I see them in the storm like good memories, but I don't think I've had one since I was a kid. I mean, I, I loved them when I was a kid, but they were, they're not a lot of food. It's, it's like they're fun for what they are, but you kind of finish and you're like, wow, I'm still really hungry. I've seen like there's adult-sized Lunchables in the stores mm -hmm. you can get, which I haven't purchased, but I, I, it's kind of the perfect lunch for a Survivor game where have some food, but you ain't getting much. Right, right. I wonder if this is going to be in lieu of any kind of merge feast they might have, because I'd imagine we're merging some somewhere soon in the, in the day two. Oh, definitely. So we see six pairs of two. Um, and so we have Alyssa and Megan from the Red Tribe. Yes. We have Devante and Dallas, who we'll talk a lot more about. We have Mia and Megan, mm -hmm. uh, Megan from the Brains Tribe. Hannah and Jordan, long-time long allies from the Brain Tribe, long-time day and a half allies from the Brain Tribe. Uh, James and Rosie, who sometimes gets called Andrew, so I don't know when, he, when people choose which thing they use for him, but it's fun. <laughs> and then our former winners, Boogie and Adam, are paired up. Um, what were your thoughts when you saw these combinations? Um, I think the two combinations I was the most excited to see were Hannah and Jordan, because I've been mm -hmm. rooting for them, and... I kind of have gotten the feeling that Hannah really wants to work with Jordan and Jordan hasn't mentioned as Hannah as much, but you can tell they're working together. So I was really excited to see if we'd get mm -hmm. any like snippets of like any game plan or really like, you know, their one-on-one -on -one strategy that they knew that they had their own time for. And then of course, Boogie and Adam, I was just really curious to see where that conversation was going to go um, because there, I, it's, obvious that they're going to be on each other's radars in this game but mm -hmm. it's just i wondered how they were going to approach it mm -hmm. yeah i was excited for the boogie adam pairing just to see like you have two former winners we're, we're not quite sure how much they know interact or like what their game plans are but they're kind of coming to say hey we need to look after each other because of this connection which though to be fair no one no one has come after them until this episode where you see the first shots being fired against Boogie. Mm -hmm. And even though we've, and we've heard a lot of Devante, a lot of anti-Adam rhetoric, but it hasn't manifested because he hasn't been in the same tribe with Adam yet. Right. Um, yeah. For the most part, like there was nothing super, I think the only things the note in the conversations we saw between the players is you see a lot of information being spilled in regards to what happened to your tribal, what was played at your tribal. And mm -hmm. because of that, while well, last episode we had the blue tribe have this like, oh, the red tribe is so strong and we need to be concerned. You don't get any of that rhetoric anymore. It's kind of gone. Yeah. I think after hearing that two idols got played and Meredith got idled out, essentially. Yeah, um, it was, I don't know. I think that people were, you could really tell that they were wanting to dive right in, especially mm -hmm. with these pairings. I think it set, I think everyone up to have 
those conversations. I just still think people are like, is merge around the corner? Are we going back to our tribes? How is this challenge going to work out that people still kind of held their cards pretty close to them? So what would your strategy be if you were in kind of this, like, this kind of setting in a survivor game, right? Like you're like, I, I don't know if it's a returning setting or if a new player setting changes. Let's say you're sitting down with a player from other tribe, merges looming. What do you say? What do you do? Again, it's kind of hard to say, depending on like the dynamic of everything. Mm-hmm. If the person is someone I've talked to before and mm-hmm. I'm feeling good with, I would use that lunch to just like confirm everything, spill, mm-hmm. use that as a completely private setting that you don't get a lot be like, this is what's happening. This is what I see. Like, what do I need to do for you? Maybe if I need something that should happen over there, tell them. If it's someone I have not talked in game to at all, I think I would approach it a little bit more slowly and kind of see where their head's at, kind of see if they're feeling in with their people, not because you could really use that time to like pull in an ally that people aren't expecting because Mm -hmm. you can play that off pretty easily as like, we didn't talk much. They just kind of told me a little bit, but you could really pull in a close ally. And especially right before merge, you every number is so helpful. Mm-hmm. So I think that I would definitely use that to give myself another core ally. But it's hard to know what people are going to do after that. And mm-hmm. if it's your only interaction, you don't know how truthful they're being. So one thing we see with James and Rosie is... James is like kind of saying, hey, like I can be an ally for you. I'll bring numbers to you. Here's who I think I can have. It, it felt a little one side with James kind of pledging to Rosie in that extent. I don't feel like it was kind of, I mean, they, they kind of talked about like who's your core alliance possibilities, but felt more of, at least we heard a lot more of like James promising Rosie. And so I'm yeah. curious, do, do you like that? It's like, hey, let, let me let me prove you I'm a good ally. Or do you rather play it like, hey, come to me and be my ally? I see that was the conversation where I was like, Ooh, I think James is going to be putting himself in a really sticky situation because he was spilling. He was saying, Hey, we can pull in Hannah. Like not only was he spilling what his core alliance was, it felt like he was saying, these are the people we can get as well. So I think with just such a short amount of time, I think it was a bit too much. And I think that had the conversation been a little bit more two way, like kind of just give a little bit to see what you were getting in return before just like spilling. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think it could have been more helpful. But I think that was the point where I was like, my boy James is going to get clocked here soon. And I was really sad about it. Um, but it it could have gone really well because like him spilling that much also could have been like, oh, he really trusts me. But when mm-hmm. you aren't getting as much in return, I think that should be something you think about like, hey, I just gave my whole game away. Am I going to have to like re-strategize? Like, am I going to be able to? So, because he had no idea what was coming with this challenge. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't think there's any world you predict what that challenge would have been. And I don't know if it would have been as much of an issue, except he was very, he did, he happily disclosed what went down with everyone else in his drive. And so I don't know how much that was weighing on their thoughts and decisions, but. We'll see. Yeah. I think he could have painted a more like, this is what was going on this round. This is mm-hmm. why we had to do this. But mm-hmm. like, I'm with you. I want to move forward with you. Like, this was just a voting block. Mm-hmm. So after this 20 minutes, we get to the mini challenge. The mini challenge is a take on a prisoner's dilemma. Yes. Uh, a prisoner's dilemma is, is typically you have two prisoners, each in a separate room, and you're interrogating them and say, hey, 
do you if you roll on the other prisoner your sentence will be lighter but if you both roll on each other you're gonna still, you're gonna have a moderately heavy sentence uh and so therefore the prisoners are incentivized to roll on each other because uh it's the best unfortunately right and so in this case players could cooperate or betray if both players cooperate, they're both immune at the next vote. Because both, oh, by the way, both tribes are going to the tribal council. <laughs> so if they both cooperate, both immune. If one betrays the other, the betrayer gets immunity and an extra vote. And the betrayed is exposed and loses their vote. And finally, if both players betray, I believe nothing happens. They're just both exposed at the next vote. Yeah, sorry, I was just making Yeah. Yeah, they both just lose immunity. Yeah, so so really kind of nothing happens. And of course, there's some caveats of um one tribe's fully immune and the other tribe isn't. The other tribe goes to tribal twice. Yes. And if everyone is immune after a round, we mulligan and try again. <laughs> we basically take two. So give me your thoughts on this adaptive prisoner dilemma challenge. I think it's I love Prisoner's Dilemma more so when I'm not the one in it. Yeah, um, for this one, it's really hard because you want to build that rapport. You want to build the trust with someone and not come off as a sneaky person by betraying. So it, it's not crazy to think that most people are going to cooperate with each other. Mm -hmm. The hard part is, is that if just one person on the opposing side betrays, not only are you losing one person on your tribe, but you're going to lose two. And you could be that person who's betrayed and potentially the only person exposed at your tribal. Mm -hmm. um, and so I just think it's very complicated. I think it's hard to say, I want to say I'd cooperate, but you just, you just don't know. It's it's messy. <laughs> yeah, so it's... I, I have a couple thoughts. So, like, the fact you can get immunity through cooperation is amazing, right? Because I think my, the way I look at a prisoner's dilemma is I'm always willing to ally or cooperate, right? Because right? I'm fine being betrayed because that gives me ammo against you later on. I can then use the spurt your name and say, hey, can we really trust them? Like, I'm looking to build relationships. If you want to destroy yeah. it, that's fine. I'll deal with the repercussions. Um, so I, I'm, I, I do kind of lean towards cooperate. That said, I think players should have been thinking more of the double tribal aspect. I, I, but like, just because if your concern is like, oh, shoot, are we going to go? We don't want to go to tribal at all. Betraying can help ensure that the other tribe can likely go to tribal twice. Right. And I think that it was just a mix of no one knew what anyone was doing. I think mm -hmm. no one wanted to be that one person to betray because people wanted to be safe. And it, I think people just were more so focused on their individual safety. Mm -hmm. And like you said, not the chance yeah. that they would be going to tribal twice. Um, I, I wonder when production was, was sketching out the, the, what, what, the amount of the players they predicted would betray versus cooperate. I, can't imagine they really imagine almost everyone would cooperate, but you know, immunity is a big incentive for players. That is probably the most important that you can have in the game and being able to get it through cooperation. I think is such a big allure. Maybe one way, maybe one way you can tweak it is like, Hey, you know, cooperate, nothing happens. You're fine. Right. If you betray one person betrays, they're immune. The other player loses their vote and they both betray. Perhaps there's some sort of, Cascading penalty, like a penalty vote at the merge tribal council. It can't compete in the first right. merge challenge. Like so, something that, something that like said, so you, cause I think you want to incentivize players to betray, then make it more interesting versus cooperate. 
Yeah, I think that was the hardest thing is like, it was just almost too safe to cooperate. Mm -hmm. um, so when I was watching it, I thought that ev either everyone was going to cooperate and mm -hmm. we'd see it again and see so many betrayals mm -hmm. or there would be multiple betrayals from the start. So the yeah. fact that this only led to one betrayal, um, which I'm sure we're going to be talking about here in a second, it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Also, because you know it is an all-star season, players know each other. If you look at these pairings, you have some very incentivized people who want to work together. Hannah and Jordan aren't going to betray each other, likely. Boogie and Adam aren't going to betray each other. It's like you just get this one pair, Dallas and Devonte, where Dallas like, nope, not comfortable. Received the majority votes last travel council, not not right. doing this again, and he betrays Devonte, and Devonte is ticked off to say the least. Yeah, I. I was not surprised that Dallas was the one to betray. I just, as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my gosh, I think that this is going to be the only one. So mm -hmm. I was just immediately in my head thinking, what is going to happen to Devante? And they were just looking at each other. It's like, I had to. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if this impacts the way people, how people feel about Dallas. Like if he gets retaliation for mm -hmm. it, or if people are like, you had to do what you had to do just kind of how he's going to play this off. I mean, spoilers for how it works out, considering Devontae is not eliminated. And, and and so he's still in the game. And you know he's going to bear a grudge against Dallas for this. Every Dallas, you got to be like, uh-oh, <laughs> I have made an enemy, and the enemy is still here. Yeah, because originally, you know, like the chances of how everything played out, the chances of that happening were so small to be, mm -hmm. you know, get that safety after being the only person um, not safe. So now, yeah, Dallas is going to have to deal with that. And with a merge right around the corner, I'm sure that's going to be, I mean, I'm predicting that's going to be like, they're going to be on two sides and that we're going to see at least a mm -hmm. vote or two of those two going at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think there will be some interesting repercussions. And honestly, when, when it was revealed that Devante is the only one who wasn't who the only one who was betrayed, the only one who is exposed to that first travel council. And by the way, the blue tribes to go to the second travel council now because he was the only one who was vulnerable. I was like, man, does he just get limited right here, right now? Because like Mia's yeah. an idol, she's not going to share it. Is there even another idol hidden? I totally forgot about the shot in the dark. Me too. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, is he just going to like get kicked out like right off this mat? Yeah. But then he said, then Casey reminded us, okay, advantages can still be played. So now I'm looking. Is he mm -hmm. going to be looking for advantages? Is he mm -hmm. going to be begging for these bullets? Mm -hmm. I just knew it was going to be a mess. So, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> had Devontae been eliminated this way, oh man, I, this would Taylor, this would be a eulogy for Devontae right I now. That's what we'd be that. doing this episode, but it doesn't quite happen, which no. I'm so thankful for. Because again, we already praise the shot in the dark, we'll praise it some more because the shot in the dark has been revamped and made much more interesting and it saved, yeah. it saved Devontae. Yes, I have been waiting for Devontae to just be able to, he's also one of my faves, just have his moment to pop off. You know, he has so much, you know, not a ton of redemption. He said that he was rightfully wronged, you know, in his last season. So I've just been waiting for him to have this chance to be like, you know, this is my game. Clearly he has what it takes to get to the end of the game. So now this is just lit a match under him. So it was just, it, I was just very happy that everything worked out how it did. And it's definitely going to impact the rest of the game. Yeah. So let's talk about the scramble after the Blue Tribe loses immunity, where there's going to be two tribal councils. The first votes, Devontae's the only one who's not immune. Uh, and so let's start with Devontae because 
we essentially get this glorious montage of every person on his tribe giving him their shot in the dark. What was your reaction to this occurring? I just, it was so smooth. I definitely expected Devante to be able to get a few shots in the dark, but mm -hmm. then that little number on, I guess it was this side of the screen, just mm -hmm. was like one, two, three. And then when it got to six, I was just like, Devontae really knows how to work it because not only is Devontae now safe, but now so many players do not have a shot in the dark for the future. It was just like mm -hmm. so well executed because it's not like Devontae has not been on people's radars, especially mm -hmm. a lot of people talked about it in their confessionals this episode. Yeah. Every single person gave it to Devontae knowing that they were going to have to go to two tribals. It felt just like a fever dream, like the twilight zone. I was just so shocked. All right, so let's say you're, taking, you're, you're in Hannah's place and Devante asked Rashawn the Dark, do you give it to him? See, that was the one that was hard for me um, because Hannah has gotten votes before, mm -hmm. but she also knows that she's getting to the point in the game where it's not about, you know, being like the you are trying to keep yourself off the bottom of the totem pole like it's going to start turning where everyone begins to look at the top of the totem pole. So I do in hindsight, think it's a good move for her because it does keep Devante in the game and give her mm -hmm. more options for these two votes. Mm -hmm. um, but at first I was like, don't give yours away. You know, chances are he's safe, but um, did one thing I was a little bit unclear on is how, do you know what people knew about or which people knew about what bullets had been given to Devante? Yes. Uh, like, did I didn't really track that. It sound, uh, I don't know if people were aware that he had accumulated six. I'm sure he probably disclosed it by the time he did that or just like, hey, like, hey, such and such, I only need one more. Can I please have it? Because I, there's no way that he was like, I have four. Can I have yours? You mm -hmm. know? So I think he just went about it in a really smooth way where the trust he has obviously mm -hmm. built previously or prior to this moment has really helped him to not only get a couple, but he got everyone's bullets. I was wondering though, like, if you're like, let's say you're Hannah and you met with Jordan, like, surely you could just say, I'm so sorry. I gave it to Jordan because she asked for it in my meeting with her. All right. Like, I, I think, yeah. like, if I think certain players, you could maybe use the excuse, like, I handed it off to this alley on the other tribe. I'm so sorry. I don't have it on me right now. <laughs> right. And it kind of does surprise me that. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a little bit more of that or mm -hmm. people talking about like, hey, should I not give it? I think everyone mm -hmm. was just like, let's do it. You know, we're we're making moves this round. And I think that trumped um, the possibility of like, I guess it just um, it overpowered what people wanted to do by keeping it to themselves. I think people were like, this mm -hmm. is going to help me make a move. I'm going to do it. You know, like, I think there's a little bit of aspect of, like, seeing someone go out the way Devonta would have gone out is just leaves a bad taste so everyone wants to see right. out. And also, Devonta has successfully made himself important to everyone's games. Uh, like, Hannah's like, I need him as a shield. Alyssa is like, you know, this is a, this is a person I, I'm strongly working with as a duo. James is going where Alyssa's going. Boogie says, Devonta is my number one. It's like everyone is putting Devonta as this key piece in their games coming to merge. And so I can see why they give it to him, but I, I guess the problem is like you have to feel confident the votes are going away, and everyone felt confident the vote was going to go away, considering like they're going to have two more votes, and there's only so, and like we're all exposed, right? And it's just the fact that 
now at tribal, everyone knows that he had all six bullets. What is going to like, yes, he was safe this round, but I think it might cause some like rifts and in voting blocks because how is it so easy for Devonte to get all these bullets when everyone loves to have Devonte's name in their mouth as a threat, as a shield, or as an ally? Well, Devonte finally gets credit for what I've been saying these past couple episodes. I've been really looking for players to try like harvest shots in the dark or get shots in the dark away from players that are being voted out. And Devonte finally did it. He got shots from James Elizabeth out. Right. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's. I, I, I wonder, like, if I was in a situation, would I be giving my shot in the dark and it would be like, no, dude, I'm sorry, because if you go home, that's one less tribal I am exposed in. It's just weird. There's, like, immunity is such a big paramount, but people are, essentially gave it up, right, to save Devonte is, is what happened. Right, especially because it was knowing that there were, like we said before, that there were the two tribals. Mm-hmm. So I, I personally feel like I would not have wanted to part, part ways with mine as easy mm-hmm. unless I had really had that strong relationship with Devante, which makes me wonder, did everyone think they had a really strong relationship mm-hmm. with Devante? Um, mm-hmm. And so I think that we'll find out more, especially in the upcoming episodes. No one writes his name down either, even after the <laughs> no, <family>. no, <laughs> because that was a talk is that, mm-hmm. you know, maybe we'll give it to him to make him comfortable and then he won't play an idol or do something. Mm-hmm. And, but he, he didn't get a single vote. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I, I was just oops, pretty phenomenal kind of just watching that go down. Everyone saying, yeah. we, we need to save Devante. This is good for our game. It's like, oh yes. my gosh. <laughs> it's only good for four people's game, not six. <laughs> um, so Alyssa, we don't hear a lot from. You know, Alyssa makes it clear that her biggest allies are Devante and James. And because right. of that, she's targeting Boogie and Mia, not Hannah. Yes. I think just because I, James has made it clear that Hannah is a number he felt feels like he can mm-hmm. pull in. I think that that probably went into deciding who she wanted to target, but it is confusing because I think Hannah still potentially could have been the easy vote mm-hmm. this round, knowing that there's two, you know, Hannah's skated by multiple rounds now with her name Mm -hmm. down. Um, So I was surprised that her name was not on the chopping block and that Mm -hmm. she put herself in kind of a beautiful position. Yeah, we saw last week that she identified James, no, sorry, Alyssa and Devante as the the big two of the tribe, got and get with them. James feels comfortable with her. She got to Mia fast said, hey, you and me, let's work together. Boogie likes likes his original beauty tribe and is rooting for them. Therefore, Boogie feels connected with her. I, I think she's done a great job just warming into each of these players so finally episode six she is not a decoy boot yes <laughs> it's like the moment i've been waiting for this whole time like it was about time hannah got her time to like pop off so is there anything Alyssa could have done that's hard i almost i just feel like she was kind of a casualty of the round i don't necessarily think that she was like doing too much um i just think she kind of was like a compromise people could come to because while people were kind of saying oh there's two sides it was very interconnected and i think that she just happened to be that person maybe people were threatened by her she you know she's a strong person but i i really don't know if i think that she could have done anything except really push maybe that Devonte is a threat this is 
you know, their chance to get rid of all these shot in the darks and vote someone bigger. I just, it was kind of a surprise to me that all this work went into and they, Alyssa still was the one to go. I wonder if she had thrown James on the bus. Since she go to Devon say, you matter for my game. I want to work with you more than matter what. We have to vote out two people. I'm okay letting James go. Like, let's let James go, then take it, take out Mia afterwards. Or let's James go, I don't care who we take out afterwards. But, like, maybe by by being more, not probably good for a game, but more flexible in that regard, would, would have let Devante and, like, maybe Hannah say, it's like, yeah, you know, I think we do want to keep a list around let, let, and let, we can sacrifice a different ally instead. Yeah, and that just comes down to, you know, James was saying um, Alyssa is, like, his number one of his number one allies, mm-hmm. if not his number one ally. And it's just comes that hypothetical that we all love to hate. And as if, if it comes down to you and your ally, like, what are you going to do? I don't, do you think she saw it coming this way? That's what I'm saying. I just really (laughs) don't think she saw it coming. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you're right. She probably would have had to go after James because James obviously was on people's radars at this Mm -hmm. point. Um, but she just didn't see it coming. I honestly, I, I think if you're, t- I think if you're Alyssa, you probably say, all right, I think we'll take out Mia, then they'll blindside James. I, I think that's probably the order you expect things to go down. Right. Like, like I think, I, sh- I think you can probably feel comfortable saying James is, you know, Mia is an easy, easy consensus. And then if they, w- then, then maybe they'll take out James afterwards if things go worse. So th- this is, this is truly worst, worst case scenario for Alyssa. Right. And do you know if other people know about me as idol? I have not caught that. I don't if, think I don't think so. Do. Else, so yeah, I think would have been, been a target. That would have been a real possibility because even me, it has been like, should I play it? Should I not? Um, yet here, James is the one to get mm-hmm. the votes first. Um, so, and one thing I speculated last week was with, with Griffin going home. It's essentially gave Devante, Hannah, and Boogie a leg up by having a threesome, right? And and, like, and leaving and, and basically leaving Alyssa and James in a weaker position in that matter. I was wondering, right. like, would that haunt them? And I feel like it did haunt them this episode. Because with Griffin going, it made it easy. So there's like, yeah, we'll go two, three. Right. It did. Because, yeah. And the thing was, is James really thought he had Hannah, like, mm-hmm. on a leash, like, ready to, like, pull in mm-hmm. as soon as he needed to. Um, I really do like um, the Devonte Boogie and Hannah though mm-hmm. dynamic. It's a little scary. I don't know if it ha- if it's gonna last, but I do like it right now. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit more about James. Uh, I did appreciate that James was vocally not happy that uh, that that Alyssa gave their shots in the dark to Devonte. I, I appreciate that because I can see why you're like, well, you know, wouldn't it be nice to actually truly be immune for for a full round, not simply just start over and everyone exposed. Yeah, and I, I think it kind of confused me. Like when he found that out, I thought that it was going to kind of shift. Like mm-hmm. we'd see more of a hectic mm-hmm. scramble. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just was upset with it. And um, I don't know. I think he also at this point, maybe just knowing that two people were going, he was like, not me. Mm-hmm. So he just was kind of covering himself is what he thought he was doing. Yeah. And anyone but me mentality is hard to do in small tribes. <laughs> oh, yeah. When, when like, you're in, a, you're in a tribe of six, it's it's hard to have easy insulation. Um, right. 
I also appreciated, like, you know, he he kind of notes, like, I want Devontae out, but I'll settle for Moogie and, uh, Mia and Boogie instead. And um, we see just a lot of him kind of telling, like, oh, I talked to Rosie, and I told Rosie all this information, and I have that I have I can be an agent for Rose, Rosie, and we get we get an eye roll from Boogie at that comment. Oh, Boogie and the eye rolls, mm-hmm. they were so good, mm-hmm. so entertaining, and it's just. I I don't know. It was funny because I don't think anyone was noticing it, but Boogie was like, "Oh, that was for the camera. It was for us. It was totally for the camera, and I loved it." (laughs) Why don't we talk a little bit more about Boogie? Uh, Because we actually got a lot of Boogie content this episode that I think we haven't really seen what his thoughts in the game or where he sees the game going, and we got a lot of that this episode. Definitely, Um, Boogie, so smart. Like, Mm -hmm. he's just very Mm -hmm. self-aware. I mean, when you have one, obviously, but he knows how to play, you know, mm-hmm. this game and he has played with other people and to just have everyone telling him, like, I haven't heard your name. Mm-hmm. Um, you're good. It's just, okay. Yeah. Tell me straight up. Like that's more of a red flag than telling me that you've heard my name. Mm-hmm. And that's where we got lots of eye rolls. <laughs> yeah. I think he did a great job. Maybe it's like, they're lying to me. It's both the brains. I know it. <laughs> and like another <laughs> eye roll was Alyssa was saying, we're going to vote me and Hannah. And, the, and he just kind of rolls his eye of the camera. And I think it's true what Hannah said last episode. They keep pitching me as a decoy vote. People are going to catch on. And well, Boogie realizes this. Yeah. And you can't just, they all know what tribes they started on. It's not that hard to see where this breakdown comes from. So, you know, you're talking to a winner here. You have to mm-hmm. like, you have to have some truth to it or it's just, it's going to catch on. It's going to get messy. And Boogie was just, he played it off very well. And, but he just, the eye rolls, you're just like, he knows. One thing Boogie notes is he's like, I want to be beauty strong, blue tribe strong going like in the merge to the end of the game. What are your thoughts on that kind of mentality and gameplay? (sighs) It. It only works when it works and it only works when you don't want it to work. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's usually on your favor. I think that an all-stars game where people have so many past relationships with that aren't just from their starting tribes of this game. I think it's too hard to say that you're going to stick mm-hmm. to your original tribe this game. Um, maybe if this was the first time they'd all played with each other, that'd be easier to execute. Mm-hmm. But I just, I think it's hard it shows he wants to be loyal, but I just, I don't think that should be his like main priority because it's not happening. <laughs> so when you played Real Foot, um, you're, you were in the Carlton tribe, which definitely, which dominated the merge and basically picked off the, uh, the other tribe, like basically merge was just your tribe at like, final seven at that point. Yes, or and, six. I, something and, like that. We yeah, something like that. And one of the challenges in that is like, how well do you understand your own hierarchy? And certain people did well because of it, and certain people got plot and said, and we're like, wow, I, this tribe was not how I thought it was. I will say one benefit of running Tribe Strong in a game like this, where you started on three different tribes, is your numbers are so much smaller, right? So right. you can feel like, hey, if I'm going in with Beauty Strong, that's Final Four. <laughs> right, is right. a little better than Final Seven, let's be honest. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, my, when I played real foot, it was never my plan. Mm-hmm. I worked with what I had. I thought it was yeah. stupid that we were going to like, we were saying tribe strong. It worked out for me until I was the person on that chopping block. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, 
it's nice because they're people that you've been with from the start. And a lot mm -hmm. of those connections from the start are the people that you tend to work with till the end. Mm -hmm. um, but also, like I said, it just, it usually doesn't work because you constantly have to make sure one, you're not the biggest mm -hmm. threat and two, you're not the lowest man. Mm -hmm. And finding the balance in the middle is like the million dollar gameplay that everyone starts to be. And it just makes it so much harder. Mm -hmm. um, especially with the starting tribes being so small from the start, it's nice if you get to your only tribe, but like getting to that point is just difficult because when it comes to close boats, you're going to see people jump shit most likely. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk a little bit about Mia because Mia has been this other enigma. I liked how the, all we saw from her last episode was her in the woods, idol hunting maybe? I don't know. <laughs> she was a lot of crouching in the woods from Mia. We do get a fair amount of Crouching in the Woods Mia again this episode, but we actually get some additional strategic content on what on her game. I think notably she notes that she and Hannah had like connected early on and she wants Alyssa and James out. What are your thoughts on Mia? Okay, so Mia was someone that it's not that I wasn't like just against at the beginning. She just hadn't really caught my eye at first, mm -hmm. but seeing her talk strategy this episode, I was like, I am a Mia fan. She is so funny. Seeing her crouch down when I'm sure everyone's scrambling was just so good to me. But I think that she's just like a socially aware queen that people haven't really caught on to mm -hmm. yet, which is why, you know, we've seen her name, seen her name be out there. Um, but she's kind of in a nice spot where if she doesn't get, you know, power paranoid or, um, just really increase her target by freaking out. She's kind of in an okay spot, like despite her name being out there, as long as, you know, she's not a casualty of a power or anything like that. You know, I, I really do think this is where we're going to see Mia's game, like start to shine. So you're Mia, you have a hidden media data, which no one knows about. You're about to go to through two tribal councils. And that this is like the last barrier between you and merge. Do you play your idol? You know, I was so shocked that she did not play her idol um, when she was the second highest boat getter at mm -hmm. the first mm -hmm. tribal. Um, but obviously she voted correctly in that first vote, um, which I think if I were Mia, I would have played it at the first vote. Um, but because she didn't play the first vote and was voting on the right side, I don't blame her for not playing it at the second vote. I don't know. Like, I feel like if I make it at first vote, I just slam it down for the second vote. Just like, yeah, I'm getting to the next stage of this game. <laughs> it's like, yes, isn't the, the highest best use of it? No, but knowledge that you're going to progress to the merge at that point in a small tribe. I mean, very, very, very rarely do you get to play an idol at, at, at a final five. It's so ballsy. Yeah. And yeah. it's ballsy that she didn't play it. Um, mm -hmm. But it is also kind of nice. Like, I don't know. It was really ballsy that she didn't play it. But I think also the fact that no one knows about it might have played into that um, mm -hmm. a little bit. And now she has an idol going into, I'm sure, a very messy merge here, just right around the corner. Mm hmm. So I want to get to the last player in this tribe we have to talk about, Hannah. And to do that, I want to start with a... I'm going to share my screen, and I want to share a clip oh, I'm from this excited. Past episode. I know this exactly is what it is. <laughs> the montage. All right, let's hopefully... Hold on, I'm going to make sure I actually hit, hit share, share system audio, or else it'll be a lot worse. All right. 
So I basically talked to Hannah and said, like, I've got your back if you got mine. Just don't put my name down. I won't put down yours. Hannah and I both from the start have been like, we have eyes on them. They're good. I believe Hannah is voting with me. I just want to have the best core group that I trust the most, which would be Hannah, Cody, and Elisa. And Hannah, I think Hannah's 100% on my side, too. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> this is just it, it was a wonderful montage so Tell me your good. thoughts about hannah <laughs> hannah is just like i was raving about her earlier i am so happy that she was finally in a position to they needed her you know this whole time where she was on the chopping block she had a lot more uncertain like she was a lot more uncertain about like what was going to happen now i think she knew what kind of spot she's in. She is very aware of other people. And like she said, is like, she said this in a past episode. She's like, people think I'm dumb. I'm not dumb. And she's mm -hmm. not. Um, so I just, I was really excited to see what was going to happen with her vote because this is like, I think the first time she's really been in like a powerful position. Mm -hmm. You know, it was, this is the first time she didn't get any votes cast against her. And like, I, she, she says she's in the middle, right? She's like, on one side, we have Boogie and Mia. Other side, we have James and Alyssa. And I'm in the middle. That's only true if Devontae gets voted out, unfortunately. But still pretty close to being in the middle, considering so those two pairs are all targeting each other. Yes. I, it made me wonder, like, I don't, I, I did not think she was going to vote Devontae out. I just think, like, I don't know. I don't know what would have been better for her game. I think had Devontae gone first and she was truly the middle vote, mm -hmm. I think it would have almost put too many eyes on her. Like, who is this girl? She's she's never been with us here, and now she's calling the shot. So I almost think it's better for her game that she wasn't truly the swing vote because you see someone go from, like, the swing vote to being chopped, like, back mm -hmm. to back, like, so many times. Um, but I was so happy to see that she did not have her name, you know, on the chopping block this time around. So did Hannah make the right decision in, in, in who she and who she decides to bring forward? I think it's hard. I want to say yes with James going. Mm -hmm. um, well, I don't know. James really can, I feel like was wanting to pull her in on a lot of votes. So it's hard to say that that was the best for her. Um, but I do think it opened things up and she's absolutely right that she does have shields still. So I think it mm -hmm. could be the right move for her. It's a little scary knowing that two people who were willing to vote with her went, you know, back to back. So she's mm -hmm. putting her eggs in one basket, but Hannah is also, I think very fluid where she knows when she needs to jump ship. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that it'll be okay for her. I think especially if they are merging next, I think it was the right move because I do think it. she's been kind of climbing and I do mm -hmm. think people are going to notice. But if they merge, I think, you know, we've got past winners. We've got almost winners. We've got people who've made more flashy moves where I don't necessarily think people are going to see this as a Hannah, you know, like sh that she pulled all the strings here. Yeah, I like the fact that she doesn't blow up the fact she is the middle and has this power. Like she, she recognizes it, she knows what she can do, and she, but she's able to do it in a way that it's not going to attract attention. Plus, by totally decimating the minority lives, but voting them both out, there's less, there's less fall, fallout. Um, yeah. I wonder if, like, because she says, like, I want Devante to be my shield. I assume Jordan is also her shield. James would not really be a shield from her because the way James is playing, James is essentially letting other people be a shield as well, namely Alyssa. 
And so I'm wondering, like, is Alyssa just a, a needed shield for her at this point? Like, you know, is do you think there's actually merit if she had targeted Boogie? Mia clearly is a is a good working ally with her, which is why she wasn't looking to target Mia. I don't know. I'm just curious. Like, I'll be curious to see if Alyssa would have been a better decision to bring forward than someone else. Yeah, I think that had Alyssa stayed, it really would have led to them having a closer relationship, which mm -hmm. is why I said both of them going does kind of make it more uncertain to me, like if this was truly a great move. Mm -hmm. um, but I just, I do think she just has like, I don't know. She didn't put all of her eggs in one basket, but mm -hmm. she is kind of like, she limited it for this yeah. move. And I think the the good things about it is that it does kind of hide her. Like she realized that people needed her this round, but she didn't like go around saying like, all right, you tell me this, you tell me that she let them come to her, which is great. But it just makes me wonder is like, how closely now are they thinking like, you know, I got Hannah, mm -hmm. you know, when their names are on the chopping block, I would be really sad to see if she was just like the casualty of, you know, not being the closest with them. I wonder, so here, here's why I think Alyssa would have been good to keep and maybe Boogie's the right person to vote out. Keeping Alyssa, and maybe you vote out James in the way that Alyssa's not unhappy, leaves you connections to the Brains tribe, right? Because now you're going to have, on the other side, Megan and Dallas feel very orphaned, especially with Devante bearing a grudge against Dallas, right? Which likely going right. to send those two to perhaps the, the, Braun, the, the Braun tribe alliance, right? So you, I, I think keeping Alyssa keeps some options open. Uh, when Hannah played Survival Challenge, the merge happened at nine. And one of the weird things about that merge is, despite there being four initial original tribes, there's such little crossover between the two tribes when they got to merge. And so I think keeping Alyssa keeps options open the role in Megan and maybe Dallas to like maybe initially pick off that <laughs> tribe, uh, that right. on alliance. And then I think you maybe you can pitch like, you know, Boogie may be beauty strong, but Boogie's not going to vote to Adam. And I think and Adam's the head of the other alliance and you'll need to cut out the head at some point and Boogie is not going to want to do that. Yeah, I think like had Hannah kept Alyssa or had just Alyssa been kept in general, mm -hmm. I think you're right because now if when if this was the last vote before mm -hmm. merge, now you know you got four and four and then like two and you're just like, okay, like who are they going with? It puts yeah. so much power in the last few brains that had... Hannah could have shown like, Hey, I got you, you know, mm -hmm. I can't save you both. Like, I don't know if maybe she didn't want to assert herself that much yeah. didn't blame her, but like it could have put her in like a really good spot being like the Intel, but then who knows, maybe it could have backfired on her and like put her in the spot with mm -hmm. the two brains and just like gone boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But you know, I think the merge will be messy enough that I don't see her being an initial target. I think she'll be able no. to like deal with whatever nonsense happens. So I, I don't think like, again, this is just like, could it be better? I don't know if it would have been better. And I think things will work out with the, the fact that she got through these rounds on skate. Yeah, um, I will. Yeah, I will not be surprised whatsoever if she makes some moves and wins some challenges mm -hmm. and merge. I just I think Hannah is going to be such a big part of like the second part of this game, you know. So not much left. We can talk about the votes real fast. So Tribal Council comes. Devante plays all six on the dark. He therefore negates essentially the first round of votes. And so everyone revotes re exposed. Uh, this second round ends up being a blind side with Boogie, Devante, me, and Hannah all voting James. And then Alyssa and James voting Mia. 
uh, with me having a very large reaction when that second vote comes through, uh, which I, maybe is a tell that she like is a tell for someone having an idol if they react really strongly to like unexpected votes. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was weird. I think at that point, no one really seemed super surprised when Devonte played all six mm -hmm. bullets. So I'm guessing he probably gave yep. the heads up at some point leading up to the vote. Mm -hmm. um, but I was also in terms of voting, like, do you know why Devonte voted Mia instead of the second Alyssa? time? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So James goes home. We vote a second time. Alyssa's eliminated. Hannah, Boogie, and Mia vote for Alyssa. Alyssa votes for Boogie. And Devontae has a rogue vote for Mia, which... I, mm, I mean, Idol? Like, Idol is the only thing I can think of. No one has bullets that we know of. You, you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because there's, de there's definitely no bullets, but I do... My guess was that it was in case there was some sort of power played. I just wondered... It makes me wonder, like, how that conversation came to be. Like, did Devontae not want to vote, you know, listed to be in their good graces because they said every time someone's, mm -hmm. someone has a chance to reenter. Um, so it make, it's just, I wonder how it's going to be like played up um, to whoever comes back and mm -hmm. what is everyone talking about, you know, who's gone so far. Here's an outward out there theory. Maybe the plan was to be a two, two on Mia and Alyssa. And remember when Boogie goes to vote that second time, he's like, I can upend this game. I have all the power. Maybe he switches his vote for Mia to Lissa. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I don't think we, we can know. Nope. Probably, maybe soon. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the two th my two takeaways is, wow, I can't believe Mia didn't play her idol. And wow, the Brains tribe is, is being decimated. Yes. <laughs> Um, definitely. I biggest shock was Mia also not playing her idol. Mm -hmm. I am curious to see how Devonte plays everything off um, after this round. Um, if he is more scared and playing more out there, just because he knows. I mean, his name wasn't out there. That's not why he was the only vote. His name was out there because he was the only person who could be voted for. But I mm -hmm. think that this round will impact how he has to play in the future. Um, and yeah, Devontae and Hannah, I feel like we're just, this was their episode to shine. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess a couple of wrap-up thoughts. So we think the merge is coming next episode probably. Yes. We're down to 10 that. players. The first thing, the first order of business will be a redemption challenge with one or maybe two players coming back in the game. Do you have any idea or anyone you'd like to see come back in the game or anyone you expect to see come back in the game? I would, I would like to see, uh, this is hard because I think that, I think that Meredith coming back, she'd be kind of like a wild card, you know, mm -hmm. um, but I wouldn't. It's hard to say because sometimes it's just a revolving door with whoever comes yeah. back. I think someone that could come back and shake things up would be a James or Alyssa. Mm -hmm. um, I think they'd come back guns blazing. Um, I obviously would love to see Stacy come back too. Any of them coming back, I think, could be really good. I also would maybe even Griffin. Mm -hmm. um, I'd be interested. I'm really interested to see how Griffin would play if he came back. I think it's going to really matter who comes back because let's let's talk about kind of where the players are we have a alliance of three from, from on the red tribe of um adam megan and R rosie right yes and then 
we have Dallas who might be work might might be forced to work with them because he's like Devontae's an issue and I have to deal with this. Right? You have uh Brains Tribe Megan who might also go work with the branches like, hey, the other tribe just picked off all three of my old alliance members, right? And so right. you might actually you might actually have like a good solid red tribe 2.0 alliance form. And then the other side, Mia, who's left out of the first vote of the Braun tribe, will probably link up with the four beauty tribe members, right? Jordan, Boogie, Devonte, Hannah. And so you maybe could see a 5-5 deadlock with like a Brains, Megan, perhaps being a, a swing in the middle. So I think it, who comes back might matter a lot. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I think these past, <sighs> the votes this round definitely are going to leave Dallas and Megan in such an interesting and kind of powerful position mm -hmm. if Beauty and Braun don't just like gang up and pick them off. But I really don't think that's how it's going to go. No. Um, so whoever comes back, it's like, what if it's a brains that comes back? Mm -hmm. um, and also like, who are the lowest men on the totem, totem pole? Who's going to jump first? I just feel like mm -hmm. we're going to see a lot of voting blocks this season just yeah. because of all the inner relationships and I just think it's going to be so messy. <laughs> I'm ready for it. Yeah, you know, I see what, either the Brains Alliance or the Bride Alliance will get the upper hand. They'll pick off one or two of the opposing alliance, then it will devolve into chaos. <laughs> <laughs> that is my prediction. Um, yeah. So I think it's time we talk about our player of the week, the Bloomy, and who would like to award the Bloomy to. Um, I am still pretty torn on this. Do you have? Do you know who you want to give it to? Um, <laughs> I I feel like this is going to sound biased, but mm. I do I do think I'm going to. Okay, well, I kind of coming down to like Devonte and Hannah. Mm -hmm. um, Devonte honestly pulling all six bullets was like amazing and i mm -hmm. hope to see more of like the behind the scenes on that um and you know hannah this is the first time that she you know was getting votes and had more of a mm -hmm. say so it's like i want to give it to Devonte for picking all those bullets you know but you know he didn't he did what he did because of a position he put was put in not when he was decided mm -hmm. to be in you know kind of mm -hmm. whereas hannah i just you know, I don't know. I'm kind of torn, but I'm going to say Hannah is my Bloomy of the week. Um, I think it's one thing to avoid having your name written down for the first time in a while, but it's another thing to work it the way she did. I think that she did it in a way that's not going to cast a huge target on herself. Mm -hmm. And I get, think it's workable. We'll see if Alyssa going home, how that affects her. But I really do think that she played really well this round. Um, and did so in a way that I think she can really move forward with it. So I'm going to say Hannah. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a toss between Hannah and Devante for me as well. And so I yeah. probably will choose Devante because you chose Hannah just to bring some balance to it. Because Devante getting the bullets, like despite being screwed over by, screwed over by the challenge, he gets the bullets and no votes are cast against him. He preserves his beauty lines and takes out James and Alyssa, who would have been a th threat later on in the game. I'll, I'll, we can easily admit that. And so it's it's hard not to admire the fact he pulled all that off. <laughs> right. And he kept, not only did he get the bullets, but he still could have been voted for. Mm -hmm. um, and he kept that vote off him. Every mm -hmm. person was saying his name in some capacity. And so 
it's just hard to say because like his name was completely out there and Hannah's name was completely not out there. Two surprises, like mm-hmm. when neither of them, you know, got the votes. So yeah. they both yeah. deserve, you know, the player of the week. Yeah, and you know, I, I will shout out Mia. I, we're not seeing a ton of Mia's game. The fact that Mia was the lone brawn tribe on the on the on this kind of split tribe, and she was able to work her way into the majority lines, the valuable to people's games that people aren't concerned that she is a former red trainer. That's not something anyone is worried about, and people want to work with her, take her forward, and she kept her idol, didn't play it. Like that's a lot of props right there. Yes. I think had like her game been a little bit more showy this run in terms of like, she didn't do anything wrong. It's just, had we seen more, maybe, hmm. I think she could maybe be ca- called the bloomy of next week. Um, <laughs> just of the future. Cause I really do think we're going to see her pop off here soon too. And, you know, I I'll also, I want to give a shout out to Dallas uh, because I think it was a critical play to betray Devante. I, I think, cause I think, I don't know if we talked about earlier, but I think if you looked at your partner, I think sometimes like, wow, I'd like this person to go home betray right, <laughs> so, right. So it's like sure hey there's a good shot that they might be just, they might this might be a great way to just kick someone out of the game really easily and it'll be interesting to see if he takes an approach of like i did this for you guys not for me mm-hmm. i did this to keep us all safe mm-hmm. so we will see yeah so okay and i think as we kind of wrap up here i want to give a brief ode to griffin um, my favorite, one of my favorite small things of the episode is at the tribal council. You can't like there's a, there's a little viewing gallery right behind Casey of the of the pre-merged vote vote out players. I think there's some people next Griffin, but you can't see them because Casey. But you can see Griffin. You can see Griffin being intense on watching the tribal councils. Oh, yeah. He's like very like he's like so focused and so excited to watch this go down that that was just i don't i just really enjoyed griffin in the background just kind of like like oh my gosh this is happening and just being a fan <laughs> I, right i was like who is that at first um and then realized it was griffin i was like that's so good it made me wonder who i was watching so um definitely interesting to think about when you also think about someone returning mm-hmm. um so he was laser focused getting as much tea as he could Mm-hmm. I wonder what he's thinking. <laughs> well, at least, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, at that point, yeah. I, I guess if you're him, like if Alyssa and James come and join, you're just like, I told you so. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's about it for everything I have for the episode. Is there anything else you want to mention or talk about? No, I, I think I covered it all as well. Uh, Taylor, is there anything else you, you're up to or working on that you want, you want to share? Or is, is your life just been fully 100% law school? definitely a lot of law school um i definitely wore this sweatshirt to represent iu iu girl we don't like purdue for anyone watching um and yeah if i would like to promote um i recently played in a live game called ascendance it is a unique format but if you enjoy your survivor big brother any of that um, I definitely want to promote that you watch it. The first episode of my season, which is live three comes out on February 9th. Um, you definitely want to tune in and there will be more seasons in the future. I would highly recommend um, you apply to those. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I'm excited to watch and see, see how it goes, even though yeah. it, you said it was filmed probably like late, like fall last year. Yeah, it was filmed around October-ish. So um, they put a ton of work on editing. If you want to see the cast or meet me's, they are on YouTube. I will link it in the comments. Um, But it's just, you can look up Ascendance Live. You can see past seasons. 
Um, you can give some love on my meet me. Um, but yeah. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in today for us to talk about Surviving Bloomington. Thank you, Taylor, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to the, the geek out with me over this episode the Prison <laughs> Dilemma and everything entails. And the merge is likely coming. So stay tuned for the next episode and recap of Surviving Bloomington. Thank you all. Yes, thank you.